Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Lucy, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. Good girl. That was nice and effective, wasn't it? Efficient. Efficient, done, solid, dependable. This is Lucy, <laughs> who's 33 months old. Became a big sister to Rose three weeks ago. Good name. Congratulations. We live in... Do you want to have a guess? Do you want to hear the voice oh, again, Rob? they live in... Uh, I think that was Lou coming. Lou, are you coming in? No, Lou, Lou's... I'm at home. Oh, uh, yeah. Sick kids. I'll, I'll, I'll expand later. Um, they You've were from Hemel Hempstead. Sorry about your backdrop. You've got a Christmas <laughs> tree and a book about promiscuous monkeys. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I just called them knob-nosed monkeys. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sat in this call. I'm, I'm it's at home. It's the strangest book set shelf I've ever seen. <laughs> just two books, and one of them is about a, a rare type of monkey. I'm using all the other books to prop up my laptop. Oh, okay. So I've got like that off the... Oh, like, I see. Oh, so yeah, so all I've got... So I thought, you know, it's a comedy podcast, Josh. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. you want a book about... Jewelry and hip hop, or the Rocky Balboa series of films, or do you want Knob Nose Monkey? Exactly, wildlife photographer of the year. Love it. They're from Hemel Hempstead. Uh, they're from Lisbon, Northern Ireland. Lisbon, not. Is it talking about Lisbon in Northern Ireland? Yeah, well, you, it's spelled L I S B U R N in Northern Ireland. Lisbon. It's, it's a few miles from Belfast, according to the email. I didn't know that. Your podcast right. kept me sane. Uh, on many laps of our local park when Lucy was little, and I imagine there will remain a lifeline in these tough newborn days. You're a constant reassurance that we're all winging it and trying to keep little people alive. Oh, that's nice. Uh, stay sexy and relatable. Leanne, Chris, Lucy and Rose. There we go. Little people alive. Does that include you, Josh? Yes, I suppose it does. <laughs> we're all trying to keep me alive in a way, aren't we? Also, I love that I give you like short better and I'm like an inch taller than you. I know, but I, and look I give it to you like I'm six foot three. It's like Rishi Sunak. He's not a, he's not actually that small height wise. He's not much smaller than me height wise. So there's something about tiny, some people look tiny. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's just got that. But you, you, you actually, you're quite wiry. And if you sort of worked out, you'd look like a sort of scrappy UFC guy. Where Rishi Sunak literally has no meat on his body at all. What do you mean? If I worked out, Rob, I'm fucking hench. No, but if you actually sort of did some actual exercise rather than peloton and sort of stretching, do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, not that, and that's not a dig. I mean, like, no, I know, you, I know you it's keep not. fit, but you're not pumping iron, are you? I am pumping iron, right? Okay, okay. Are you? When? Well, do you pump iron as well? I do pump iron occasionally, yeah. Okay. Can you, can you hear Lou shouting in the background, by the way? Uh, I wouldn't have been able to tell it was Lou. Well, look, look, basically, noise. yeah. So that's Lou. She's she's just settling my daughter down, um, and then she's going to take the dogs for a walk. So I should be quiet. Does she need me to come over and do some heavy lifting with my muscles? Yeah, absolutely. You have to talk ripped to shit, Josh. Yeah. Um, no, but I think you. But what I'm saying is, you've got a bit more of a wiry, sort of musclier frame than Rishi, who is yes. literally nothing of him. No, and he wears tiny suits. That yeah, and his suits are too fitted, like he's Conor McGregor, but he's yeah. got no muscles in them. 
you can't have them that fitted without a little bit of a tonka tonk. Do you know what I mean? I know. Um, yeah. What is this podcast? What anymore? is it? Well, let's talk about kids, right? You're t- you're a so bit tired. Tell me about why you're. I'm a bit tired because we've had two last legs this weekend. And you got um, in at what one eight one two a.m. one a.m. one a.m. one a.m. from last leg and then up. Roses away. Right. Okay. Um, Roses away. Are you broken? Are you sure you're together still? Every uh, time we've recorded, every single aside, every single time we've recorded, you've gone. <laughs> well, obviously, Rose is away. Like, how long does she have to be away for until she's left? She's gone. To, she's just gone to see the builders, but they've gone to Paris together. I don't know why that is. <laughs> well, I think there's like actually... to check out French architecture or something. I can't sure, come quite work it out. Yeah, a bit of French yeah. kissing, more like. Yeah, I was a bit more straight and... on the nose than. An innuendo, wasn't it? Like yeah, more yeah. like actual sex. And I'm the one that's tired. Are we sure about that? I'm, um, I'm really tired. Also, the sun is right in my eye. The really I'm sat, is. I'm sat in the worst possible position. You look like you're under interrogation. It's fucking December, <laughs> mate. Where are you? <laughs> the sun's just broke through. The other day, I was so I've been ill, right? Well, I'll, I'll give you an update of what's going on. Our house has been an absolute fucking disaster. God, update me on you because I've heard your life has been stressful. I'm going to sit back and chill out. We're all ill, basically. Okay, yeah. My youngest daughter was ill a few weeks ago, and then she's rallied, and now she's given it to me and Lou and my my other dolls who just come in, and we're just. And but the problem is, the one that gets ill first has loads of energy when everyone else is ill. They give it to yeah, the parents, yeah. and then you've got to chase around this yeah, nutter. Everyone else is ill. Uh, what I'll do is maybe I'll talk you through my day off. I had a day off what, last what Friday. What kind of illness are we talking about here, Rob? There's a viral respiratory thing going around that's sort of like antibiotics won't treat, but I've been on antibiotics for a sinus infection as well, which is my voice is a bit nosy. And there's this viral thing. So it's coughing, massive fever temperature and exhaustion. Anyway, so let me talk to you about my last week, Josh. Last Friday was yep. my day off. Okay, been very oh, busy, yeah. been very busy. So I thought, a lovely little day off, right? So what I was planning to do was, um, my mate took a day off work, my mate Jack, um, he's got young kids. Yeah. So I was going to meet him in town in London to have some lunch, have a couple of beers, do a bit of shopping. Then we're going to meet all our friends at work in London as they finish work. So one was yeah. knocking off at three, one was finished at five, and then have a night out in London for Christmas, <gasps> a little lad's night out. Oh, you know? wow. Oh, lovely. Anyway. That, so, is, that is something I would never do because... I'd like the idea of. Well, well, I didn't, Josh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. Okay. So we get up, we take the, um, drop the kids off at school, and then we've got to stay for a uh, performance, a little Christmas performance of my daughter's, which is lovely. Yeah. Uh, look, now, don't get me wrong. I love seeing my daughter perform. She's six, well, five at the time. She's six yeah, now. But the, word got to, the word's got to stay were quite heavy. Yes, because if you don't see your children do that, basically what you're what you're what you're doing at this stage is you're putting money in the bank that you don't have to spend on therapy when they're eighteen. So My every dear. every event you turn up at, that's one less therapy session. Yeah. Okay? Although although the the annoying thing for me and you, Rob, is we're paying for our own therapy. It's not like our parents are paying. Yes, but that horse has bolted, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 that's gone. That's something we just have to take in. There's, we can't affect any of that now, but what we can affect is the future. Okay? Yeah. And I don't know if you've been to these performances where it's a Christmas story and they give them all like a line each. So there's like 30 or kids or whatever. Or if it's two years, sometimes 60 kids in there. 
and they'll right, get a line right. each. So is this the main school performance of the year? Yeah, it's a school performance, right? So we, I've dropped this my day off. I've dropped him off at school. I'm hung around with Lou to watch the Christmas performance, right? In, year, in, in reception, they do a nativity, and then they do like a yeah. year one and year two. So my daughter's in year one. Year one and year two performance where it's like, not the nativity, but a story about Christmas, okay? Yeah. Father Christmas yeah. and G, whatever it is, right? Anyway, but the problem is they'll give given a line, don't they, where it's like... Yeah, yeah. It was Bethlehem. And then someone else goes, you know, uh, Mary and Joseph had a donkey. Next line. And it's all broken up. But the problem is all the kids deliver it in a completely different way. So it's like, why is the boot open on my car? (laughs) (laughs) What the? Okay, Lou's out there. Thank God. (laughs) That's not a line from the performance. Oh, this happened the other day, right? Do you so, know what? People yeah. wonder why we don't get the same amount as Alistair Campbell and Rory Stewart when we're so professional. Like the, the other day, so I woke up the other day. Um, I went to get in the car. It was an awful storm at the weekend. Just gone. The weekend yeah. just gone. Awful storm. It rained, didn't it, for like twelve hours nonstop overnight and through the morning. Anyway, I'm trying to get my kids to my daughter's birthday party. I go to get in the car. My lovely little Honda. The kids have left the door wide open. Oh, the car God. looks like it's been pulled out of a lake after they filmed oh, a special no. of EastEnders. You know, when a car always goes <laughs> yeah, in a lake yeah, in EastEnders, yeah, yeah. right? It is soaking wet. How do you dry out a car? But you can't really. The, the floor mats are still wet on one side of the little Honda. It was awful. And then I, was, but I put all the heating on full to try and dry it out. And then I had to get them there, but all the car seats were actually soaking wet. So I had to take all the covers off. They sat on like this hard plastic. And then I had to put towels and yoga mats I found in the garage on to stop it soaking through. Oh, my word. Anyway, that was something else. Anyway, so I'm at the performance, and they've all got a line each. And the I've got to you, ask. Yeah, go on. How, how long since the yoga mats in the garage were used? I genuinely, one of them was the first. I took cellophane off one. (laughs) (laughs) Should have left it on. Keep it dry. Even drier. Um, um, Yeah, so you're at the performance, and I don't know if you've had to sit through these before. And they're lovely because you see your own kid doing what they do. tomorrow. Looking forward to it. It's impossible to follow the story because they're all doing their lines perfectly, but they're all different children. They've all got different volumes, all got different delivery, all different intonation. So it's like, it was Bethlehem. And then we went to the Christmas. Behalf of Christmas. And it came down the... And it's like, this is mental. So you just... They're nodding, going. I've got. So they no- just all stood in a row. What's yeah. the score? And it's, and it's so there's it's no long, acting out. No, so some of it is, but a lot of it is narration. But they've all been given a line each to learn, so it goes boom. It's almost like dominoes. And is this the one your daughter was learning the pig sound for? The the goat noise she does. The goat noise. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. But she didn't do it in the performance. To be fair. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, she, so we did that, and then I was supposed to be picking my mate Jack up, and I was going to go and get Jack and drive him back to my house. We was going to go for a lovely dog walk. Yeah. Have a coffee and then jump on the train from mine, go up to town. Anyway, yeah. so I can't do that straight away because I've got a doctor's appointment. The only appointment I can get is straight after the performance. So I ring my mate and go, I've got a doctor's, I've got to go there. Got a lump on my leg. Don't worry, it's going down. But it was panic stations for a bit, but yeah. it's, it's slowly going. He reckons it was some mental gnat bite, mosquito bite in Florida. Anyway, yeah. I've seen him. I feel a bit embarrassed because the lump has started. Well, he he didn't even someone. ask if you'd been to Florida. Did he? he looked at you and he went, <laughs> it's from Florida. Look at him, absolute little oik that's done all right for himself. He'll be in Florida. <laughs> at a drop of a hat. <laughs> so I've got in there. And also, I don't know about you, but when you book a doctor's appointment, sometimes I'm like, I get a bit stressed when what is, I want what I've got to go, but 
but I'd, yeah. I'd quite like it to hang around for a little bit so it doesn't look like I've booked an appointment because I'm needy. So yeah. I was a bit like, it's a bit annoying actually, this lump's going down because I, I, I want him yeah, to think yeah. that I'm not insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, yeah. Um, so he goes in there and there's just enough of a lump to make me not look insane. Um, and then I go, yeah. right. And then all of a sudden I get this weird phone call from the bank and text messages. Nothing's being paid. That, that basically, money's not got into the joint account to pay all our bills, right? And because oh, we've done no. a house move and stuff like that, we sort of like, oh no. So oh, no, no money. So none of my bills being paid, including my mortgage. And I need to transfer money from my account into the joint account. I go on my app to do it. I've changed phones. Oh, no. Can't log in. This feels like Boris at the COVID inquiry. Right. <laughs> so I can't log in. Right. Cannot log in. Actually, my week, I started sympathising him with the WhatsApp messages because when I updated my phone, <laughs> if you do iCloud backup on your phone, it backs everything up. But you need to do yeah. iCloud. You need to do a WhatsApp separate backup. Here we go. Yeah, Didn't know no, about no. this. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a Boris defender, but no. if you are changing phones, make sure you up you back up your WhatsApp separately. Yeah. It won't do it on your iCloud. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm logged out my bank. I yeah. try and go on my desktop to log back in. Basically, I'm with HSBC. You have to have this little security card, like a little plastic thing. Right. But once you've, you're logged into your app, you never need that again because you can create one on your app. Yeah. Can't get in the app. Oh, no. So... I'll try and go online, can't do anything. I've got to go to the bank. Ring with mate Jack. So I say to him, what I'll do is I'll pick you up. We'll go to Bromley. You can have a look around the shops, get a coffee. I'll quickly nip into the bank. And then yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. actually, that's fine because I need to get a bit of shopping for Christmas. Let's do that. We'll get to Bromley. I'll go in the bank. Obviously, it's a massive wait, isn't it? Of course. The business, because it's part of my business bank for my business. Did you have to go to the special desk? Special desk. I'm sat at the special Fucking desk. Fucking hell, the special desk takes so long. Because everyone's doing something that takes about half an hour. Because it's business, the guy goes, I can't help you with this. He went, I've given you a little the little plastic thing. He went, ring up telephone banking. I can't get on telephone banking. Every time I ring telephone banking, they go, what's your special password? I, go, I don't know it. And they hang oh, up on me. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so I'm out. I'm out of telephone banking. So I'm in there, queuing for ages. The guy that needs to help me can't help me. But the normal like personal banking person goes, I'll help you. So he helps me. What he has to do is just ring internet banking. So now we're, I'm just sat at a desk ringing internet banking. My mate Jack's outside. He goes, do you want a coffee? I go, yeah, all right. And then it takes so long. He has to bring me a coffee. It looks like I'm some sort, I've got some sort of like PA. So he brings me a coffee. I'm sat there. We're ringing the internet bank in a bank because he can't help. And anyway, we go for it. It takes an hour, right? Of, you yeah. know, it takes an hour. Ridiculous. Anyway, as I'm doing it, I feel water on my head. There is a leak in the bank. <laughs> that lands directly on my head in the chair I'm on. <laughs> I'm sat there, fucking piss soaked, right? And I'm like, all confused. And I didn't know what was, because it's like, it was so shocking because I was indoors. It took me a while to cotton anyway. So I jump up, get out of the way of it. I've got a video of it I can send you. Um, let me find the bank. There is a bank. I'll send you the bank link. Um... Oh my God, it's properly coming down. I know. I was sat under that trying to log on. It's not. That's not just a normal drip. I know. Jesus wept. It's raining in the bank. Sorry, yeah. that sounds like you've got loads of money. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> Rob Beckett's here and it's raining in the bank, guys. It's absolutely pissing in the bank. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm in the bank, but he's gone on so long now, I can't walk the dogs. So Lou's had to walk the dogs and now lovely walking the countryside with Jack's not happened. Anyway, we get back. 
I get home, Lou's freaking out, okay? Because essentially she's got loads of stuff to do. And because we've got the next day, it's my daughter's birthday party, which is a trip up to London. I feel for Jack. I just feel for Jack. Right. This is, it gets worse for Jack. He's taking a day off, a holiday (laughs) day. It's my day off as well. I know. Anyway, but you don't have to take a day off from. You don't get a. You don't Set get twenty eight days a year or whatever it is. I know. God, that yeah, shows so how I long since I worked in an office. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know so what it is, whatever. Like, I think it's twenty. When I worked, I only 20. got fifteen or twenty, but it goes up for service anyway. Yeah. So yeah. we get home and they get home now about half twelve one. Lou's absolutely freaking out because the next day we've got. A trip to London to go and see a show and then a sleepover. And Lou's trying to set up With beds the kids. for the kids for their birthday. But Lou's trying to build like these. She bought these little, you know, they see on Instagram, like little tents and a blow up bed and all that. And you can hire yeah. it in, but it costs a load. So Lou went, I could just sort of buy that for the same amount it costs to hire it in. And then we can use it forever. Anyway, she bought yeah. these little teepee things that you have to build, like eight, eight of them that you have to like yeah. screw in. So Lou's freaking out. So I go, We've got to get the kids from school. I'll go, right, Jack, we can't really make it up to London just yet. So oh, no. in the end, I Where's Jack Luke. at this point? Just sat in your living room. Yeah, he's, I've done him a bacon and cheese turnover, though. Don't worry, a frozen one. Put that in the oven. So he's eating that. So he's just sort of sat on the chair while me and Lou freak out. And then I go, okay, well, Lou, why don't I, me and Jack, quickly do the school run and then you can crack oh. on. Right. What? Is it 3pm already? Yeah, by the time we get back, sort stuff out and do that. So it's got to like... Why they, doesn't Jack just go without you? I, well, the, the other lads are slowly dropping like flies. Oh, I can't make three oh, now. No. It's five. It's six. Oh, it's no. an absolute oh, no. four forty-year-old men to organise oh, a drink. Jack. It's an absolute fucking waste of time. Oh, so anyway, now he ends up on the school run with me. <laughs> oh, Jack! And then Lou was like, "You got to go now. You got to go now." But Lou's a massive stressor. We get there. Me and Jack are there thirty minutes early. Because it was like, on this day, it gets so busy, you've got to go early. So, and then, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, Jack. So we just sat there like 30 minutes early. Oh, actually, no, me and Jack did do the dog walk. That's that We did do the dog walk, but we couldn't stop for a coffee because it was up against it. That's why it got to three o'clock. All right, yeah. Done the school run, come back. Then we've got half an hour. Lou's freaking out completely. So Lou's going to me, I can't fly in the, the, the motorised electric inflator for all the beds. I found a hand pump. I'm doing it by a hand. And I went, it's in the garage, in the garden toy boxes right Lou's like no it's not flipping her head I come home I said to her do not use the manual pump it's in there I come home I immediately find the electric pump okay she <laughs> then has a go at me for not explaining where it was properly I was, like, oh, <laughs> I was fucking driving on the school run on my day off with my mate who's just staring at me going what is going on anyway then we get home me and Jack have got half an hour till the cab arrives to take us up to the train station we get up there well, and then Lou's freaking out. So all of a sudden, look, Jack's now on his hand and knee, knees inflating beds while Lou does the kids' dinner and I get changed because I'm still dressed for a dog walk. Cab arrives, I find a protein bar and a can of Coke for me and Jack. With that, yeah. you know, We have that in the car. We get on a train from Alpington, normally 15 minutes fast. It takes an hour. It's been delayed. Oh, I mean, I was sat on a train for an hour. We're starving, hungry, miserable. Poor old Jack. Anyway, we end up meeting our mates at six o'clock. And having a burger and a beer. And now the fun can start. We think we'll go for a little walk through London, through Borough Market, because it's nice and Christmassy. Get there. It's completely shut, Borough Market. It's not open in the evening. <laughs> completely shut. <laughs> we get a mulled wine. The mulled wine is cold instantly. It's, you know, when it, that weekend, last weekend, not the one just gone, the one before where it was like frozen, wasn't it? It was like zero degrees. Yeah. We are freezing. Anyway, we find a pub. We have two pints. We're all tired. We're all stressed. Then we get the eight o'clock train home. Oh, no. It was an absolute, oh, dis- poor old Jack. Poor old Jack. 
Also, I really hope that my mate Jack did take a day off work and didn't phone in sick, or otherwise he's in a lot of trouble <laughs> for a terrible day off. <laughs> What's Jack do for a living? Jack's a project manager. Don't know what that means. Never asked no, him. No, 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 fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Friday, right? So then the Saturday is that's my day off, right? This is, this is I've, got, I've got. You're not going to talk for this episode, right? Jack. Jack comes around Saturday morning. He's taken me. Uh... <laughs> you don't mind wiping her ass, you, Jack? Will I make a couple of sandwiches? They're off today for a school trip. <laughs> Has Jack got a family? Jack's got a family. Yes, he's got a wife and two children. So in a way, he said he found it quite fun because he was like hanging out. And we were just, at two fair, it was quite fun doing the little, like driving around and walking, like yeah, yeah. doing odd jobs. It, it, like felt a bit like, Brothers. it felt a bit like when we were at uni, you know, you're at uni and you hang out together, but you're so bored yeah, yeah. and you've got so much time. It's you like, just do stuff. you just walk to the bank with your mate and wait for him for a bit. I, I remember my mate, oh, this is sad, Rob. Go on. Year one, obviously, well, I say obviously, obviously yeah. I didn't have a girlfriend. No, no. And <laughs> take that as red. Year two, did you? Yeah, just a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, mate. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Have we spoke about it before? I think we have, haven't we? I'm sure we have, yeah. Are you friends on Instagram? What's her name? I'll have a look. Uh, she's got a generic name, so you won't be able to find her. Oh, okay. That's lucky for you, isn't it? Yeah. Also, I think that'll be bad form to give out your ex girlfriend's Instagram handle and everyone's have a snoop. Yeah, I think so. she'll all of a sudden have like low like three thousand friend requests. Yeah, <laughs> at Dua Lipa anyway. If you want to have a look, anyway. It's quite a generic <laughs> name. So there stuff. might be more than one. That's that good. Is, I know your size, but that is good stuff. Oh dear. Sorry. When you had a girlfriend. Sorry. We talk about when you no, had a, no, no, year one. Sorry. Year one. And my mate, he needed to book a Valentine's Day, but it was it was like February the thirteenth. Yeah. I haven't got a meal, and I just went with him, and we toured around the toured around the restaurants of South Manchester with him with for the whole day, just trying to book a Valentine's Day. Lovely, just a bit and of that's fun. just what you that's just what you do, isn't it's what it? You do. So we kind we actually because I was saying, me and my mates were saying like, you don't drink now at all. I yeah. like. A little, dr- I like a drink now and again, right? Yeah. And more, more, more often than not at home. But like, I want to yeah. see my mates and hang out. But like, my default, right? If I'm hanging out with mates from school or old jobs or just mm. whatever, my default is to go to a pub, have ten pints of lager, yeah. and eat a kebab and come home and feel horrific. Where and that is sort of fun, but it's fun up to a point. But then you're so drunk that it's not fun anymore. But I'm trying to. If anyone out there is like late thirties, early forties, and they hang out with their mates and. You know, not that like they're all sober, but what what activities do you do that don't involve getting absolutely shit faced? Because we are struggling. Yeah. Well, you had your golf, you had your golf face, didn't you? Yeah, but they all love getting on it as well. Sometimes they get pissed on the course. Yeah, I don't know what it's cinema. It feels like you're like a teenager. You can't go cinema with a Just friend. Four forty-year-olds going cinema. That's weird. Also, you mm. don't talk to each other. I always think the cinema such a weird social. It's quite helpful for certain mates, though, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so tell me about Saturday. So what we're doing Saturday is uh, we've got we're going to Pizza Express at Victoria, then we go and see Wicked, and then we've got sleepover at ours. The kids. Yeah. You and so the kids. Got, not just so my daughter's invited four friends from school with our two. Yeah. We're taking six yeah. kids up. So we meet at the train station. We meet them all at the train station, and then we take them up on the train, take them for some food to the theatre train straight back and it's really easy actually because it's Bromley where we're near it's 15 minutes to Victoria and then from Victoria Pizza Express is a five minute walk Wicked's like a one minute walk yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. actually quite 
Easy peasy. I know, I know, but, I know the exact Pizza Express. Yeah, it's a great Pizza Express. Absolutely, they're all great. I tell you know what, it's their best pizza, best pizza I've ever had. To be fair, I reckon. Apart from, I don't know, in Italy, I think there's bunny in Italy, but you never know if it's just the ambiance. But in the UK, I don't think you can get better pizza. Anyway, let's stop licking their bum. Now we walked to Pizza Express. I would recommend pre-ordering. So what we did was pre-ordered. We we're not pre-ordered, but we got the Pizza Express order from the parents. Oh, so nice. when we got there, when they take our order, we just read out from the list, this is what we're having. If the kids kick off, we go, that's what your mum wanted. That is true. That is clever. Did they kick off? No, not really. But some are like, oh, well, this, oh, well, you know, it was like, no, no, that's what we're having kind of thing. So yeah. they didn't kick off, but if they do, and also as well, I think I get a little, I think I get a little bit of respect from the kids on days out because I'm the comedian and now they're getting to an age at school where they know that I do a podcast and I'm on the telly and I'm, yeah, I do yeah. comedy and stuff that they think I'm going to be super fun all the time. So that when I lay down the law, it's a jump. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh, okay. We've got to do it. So that did help a little bit. Um, now, so we, we did that. Um, and then we go and see wicked, wicked. Have you seen wicked? Uh, no. Right. So it's really good. Really enjoyed it. Was this a matinee? Matinee, yep, it's a matinee, so it's put worked out perfectly. So we get a moment because Lou was going, oh, We're doing too much here. Take, I was like, You're no. taking both the sisters as well, yeah. So no, we the left four... them out, we just took the four friends. <laughs> 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 it's your birthday, so you've picked four people to go to the show, not you. <laughs> so, so they, they 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 all loved it to be fair, but like, I don't think one of them had ever been to the theater before. She was like, What time's the film finish? I was like, they are, they are, And I was like, They are real people, like, you know. <laughs> Um, I was a bit like, oh, is this going to be a little bit theatery for me? Because you know, there's musicals. There's like, well, it's wicked. I think you're all right, aren't you? Well, you're not going to see Pinter. I've never watched. Well, for me, it is a bit. I like, you know, I've never seen The Wizard of Oz, so I was struggling with some of the references. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like black and white films, and I've got a short attention span. It's colour. Well, not if you've got a short attention span. It's not. <laughs> it starts off black and white, doesn't it? Yeah, very good point. Anyway, so it was quite funny because there's one scary bit in it where the the, the wizard comes out and he's got like, this big booming contraption of voice. And it was quality because basically I was sat behind the kids and there was loads of other kids in there. As soon as he comes out, because it was so cold, everyone had their big winter coats. There was just like 500 coats went up and they hid behind their coats. <laughs> just I can see them like Mexican waves of coats. But um, no, so we went there. So that was a Petri Express, too wicked, all good, train home. So This is going well. Great, to be fair. It's busy, we're tired, but it's going well. But on the train back, right, I'll go, right, everyone, we're going to get a McDonald's to eat on the train back, okay? So I'll go to McDonald's, Victoria. It's quite, this is quite stressful, but it's fine. I say to the kids, we're getting Happy Meals. What's your Happy Meals order? And then one goes, nuggets, hamburger, nuggets. One's a wrap of the day. I went, yeah, yeah, whatever, nuggets or burger. I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sticking in a wrap of the day order, yeah? Anyway, so two, like, they all go for nuggets. My daughters go for a burger, whatever. And then um, they're all arguing over who sits with who. The amount of sitting, we had to, we had to have a rotation system for like oh, a football manager gosh. of like, well, you can sit next to the birthday girl for that bit of the trip, then you could do it, and it was evening it out. And is, is that because one person's more popular? Or is it the birthday hierarchy or just... It's well, they all want to sit next to some... They all want to sit with whose birthday it is. Right. Because okay. at that age, people care. Imagine going to someone's birthday now. And giving a shit if you sat next to the birthday boy. Excuse me, Josh. I know Tom Crane's there and he's your friend, but he did sit up next to you on the train up to London. <laughs> Name James A. Custer, your other friend, and I'd quite like to sit with you going back. 
that that would be a funny sketch actually of like you should do like adults having a party like kids would yeah. I thought of another funny thing I, Tom Allen I was with Tom Allen the other day killing time in town before a gig and he went to his hat he's got a hat he's got a hat maker right Jeez, a milliner like, whatever they're called a hatter but it was the oldest shop in London like Winston Churchill used to get his hats from there so I'm right. just sat in the corner like what the fuck's going on here like pretty woman <laughs> And he's in there. And he needed his hat stretched, right? Because his hat was a bit small. Is his hat and, growing? I don't know. Or, might, or maybe he got it, but, or it shrinks in the weather. I don't know what it is. Anyway, it's this beautiful hat he's got. You look like a detective, right? And he's got his hat. I always look like I've just bunked off six form early when I'm in a suit because we've just done corporate gig. And um, I just thought a funny sketch of like, there was like, it's very fancy and very posh. I was like, yes, sir, not a problem. We'll, Mr. Allen, we'll, we'll stretch the hat for you, Perth. We'll take it up a size. And, and I just imagine they go out the back and there's just a massive geezer, a massive head, and just like four of them just pull it down over his head. That's quite a funny sketch. Anyway, so we're on the train. We're about to get on the train. I say, what are your McDonald's orders? Nuggets, nugget, burger, the fourth child. I've never had McDonald's before. I'm not allowed it. Oh, this is an awkward situation. Now, what are you doing there, Josh? Oh. You're in a station. It's busy. There are other places you can go, but I'd you're probably. Yeah. I'm just going to run. I'm just going to run away and leave them to it. What do you mean, leave them? To, you're ordering the food. You're I just the, can't I deal with the stress. I'm right. just going to say you so guys you're look probably... after yourselves. I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and watch Wicked again on my own. <laughs> well, no, you'd probably have a quick conflab with Rose, would you? I'd say. Do you want? Why don't I take you to Pratt and the others can have McDonald's? Right. Okay, and that's, I think, do you know what? That's probably the right decision, and you're a better man than me. And I went, well, you're with me now. You can have it. What do you want, nugget or burger? Oh. And she went, oh, I don't know. And do you like chicken nuggets normally? She went, yeah, I went, you can have nuggets and chips then. Yeah. So I've just doubled down, and yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah, right, fine. That, I fine. just went, you're having nuggets. And she went, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we give it to them. They're having it, they're having it on the train. They're all buzzing and excited. They're, sitting, they're having a great day out. They're loving it, right? And then... Then they all play. They, I'm sat there because I've got, Lou's got my other daughter, the youngest, in one corner. What I'd say is, though, the m- mistake we had was I reckon I, there were too many kids, really. We should have gone to my daughter, whose birthday it was. You can invite two friends and then, uh, or, or one friend, or two friends, and then the youngest can invite a friend her age. So she's got someone to hang with. Yeah, was the youngest a bit left out? Yeah, so because she's younger, she was trying to get in and they do know her from school and they were letting in with games, which also she's younger, so it doesn't really yeah. flow as well. So I think looking back, we would have gone less friends to come and stay over and then one yeah. friend who, because she's a bit younger, maybe didn't stay over but came for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did your daughter have a um, difficult choice to choose the four friends? Yeah, really difficult. She's popular and friends with everyone and stuff like that. But And the friendship groups change all the time. But she, a little bit, it's a bit of like back and forth. And like she comes down the stairs. I think I'm actually, I'm like, you have to pretend to care. But you're like, just, <laughs> oh, okay, all right then. Well, you know, and then like, once you made the decision though, you can't uninvite anyone. So let's just make sure you know, yeah. you know, like all that shit. And she's yeah. yeah, but she's a bit worried about sleeping over. I'm like, okay, right, you know. Whatever. So you force-fed this child McDonald's. Yeah, she's having that. She's fucking loving it, though, mate. It's good stuff. Right, yeah. She's getting it down. And anyway, so we're on the train. They're on the train smashing this McDonald's. I'm, and I'm like, military operation, because I've got us on a sixth berth. They're playing, they're playing this game, which stressed me out. Promise, dare, kiss, or swear. What's that? Well, you can work it out. Promise, dare, kiss, or swear. So you have to either kiss someone, oh, you have to swear, do a dare, or promise. Right? Oh, my God. And the point. So like, you'll go, Rob... And uh, I was like, uh, okay. Um, and then they went, kiss, you've got a kiss. I was like, okay. And she went, but you can't kiss your own daughter. I went, well, I'm not playing this game. 
I'm not sat on a train <laughs> playing Kiss There, Promise Swear. How was the birthday? Well, um, he gave me my first McDonald's and then kissed me. <laughs> so I said, I'm not playing the game. You play the game. Yeah. Anyway, we get him off the train. Yeah. This, this, I still can't believe this bit happened. We get off the train. We're waiting for taxis to take us back home, right? We're going to get two cabs. One of the kids, luckily the one that had had a McDonald's before, sick everywhere. Oh, no. Spews up. Oh, Lou's no. like got her like, oh, outside the God. station rubbing about. Um, and then we hear from the other kids because they all, they, when they get like groups of girl, young girls together, it's just like hysteria. They're just like, oh my God, she's being sick. She's being sick. It was just like madness. And then apparently she gets travel sick. And she, I was, she did, did have a big coat on on a train going backwards, eating a McDonald's, oh, stuffed yeah, into yeah. a carriage. So she's been sick. So you ring the parents and think, right. Also, as well, at this point, a couple of the girls were like, we're not sure if we're going to stay over because we've never stayed over before. And me and Lou would love the girls to stay over, so they're all part of the party. But if we lose a couple, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. As long as there's one, you don't want a full write-off. No, that's terrible. But we, the, the two of the girls had already stayed at ours before, so I'm like, they are nailed on staying. The other two hadn't had a sleepover before, and I was like, we'd love them to stay, but if they go, it's not. I'm not going to be crying. If yeah, there's yeah. two less children to look after overnight. Right, yeah. Anyway, she rallied the girl that was sick. I chuck, oh, we chuck them in a cab. We get them home. And then we get them. Do you know what, though? It was, it was better to go and do something in the day because by the time they got home, and because yeah, they, they'd already eaten, teeth, brush their teeth, have a drink of water, get them up in the bedroom to have a sleepover. It was like, actually, this is quite good because they've not messed the house up. If you've got eight yeah. kids in a house all day, it's carnage. Yeah, yeah. We get them in there and then... My daughter, my kids go asleep straight away almost. And then the, mm. the other two that stayed over, the two that never stayed over before, up chatting till midnight. Till midnight? Mate, at one point I came into the front room, watched the box, it fell asleep watching the boxing at about half 10, woke up at half 11, turned all the lights off, took the dogs out for a week. They're still up there chatting away. Fucking hell. And then, um, and then they got up at like five in the morning. Did you feel like you should go up there and go, come on, guys? So Lou was up there tidy in the bedroom and the bedrooms her bedrooms right near where they were sleeping was like right girls go to bed and like so they were like whispering and chatting they weren't they weren't being Ooh. difficult or loud at all they're really well they was all really well behaved to be honest yeah. however we did take i'll pick them up about 11 the next day and then at, at like 5 30 on the saturday lou was like yeah if you want to come and get them from 9 30 <laughs> because and this is how busy because then the next day i didn't realize fully lou had booked this so that we've got a sleepover. They're coming to get them at 9.30 in the morning. Then then what we get... I can't believe we've nearly done a whole episode and I've got to f- Saturday oh, I'm <laughs> of this it. week. <laughs> no, it's Sunday. Sunday. So I've got to start, right, so Sunday. It's Sunday. I get up, I take the dogs for a walk, right? Yeah. Get them out of the house while loads of people are coming to pick up the kids. When I come back after the dog walk, kids are all gone. Now, at midday, Lou's got a woman arriving to do wreath-making for her fam, her sisters and a couple of friends. So it's like 12 people coming around her house to make Christmas wreaths. Yeah. But she brings all the gear. So at midday, a woman arrives with like 15 boxes of stuff and like boot sale tables to set up. And they're making wreaths in my kitchen, right? About 12 people. And I'm like, okay, right. That's happening. So while this is happening, my eldest, who's not feeling too good, is in bed. She's fine. She's just laying in bed with her iPad. Is she just, has she just had too much? birthday too much fun and this is the start of her being under the weather okay and then she's still unwell a week later get up and so now i've got to take my daughter i take my daughter to a science party 
She's got a science party from her school friends, which involves... So basically, this is making a scientist kids entertainer. What I would say is scientists aren't your natural people's person. <laughs> So anyway, so it was, and it was nice scientist guy, but there's quite a lot of kids in the class and he was like, what you've got to do and it's quite instruct, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. At some point, the two kids started having a fight. I've never, like a proper, spurt. like they were arguing from this, these two kids in, a, in my daughter's class. And then the scientist guy was like, can someone split them up? He was like a DJ at a, at a nightclub. Oh my God. So anyway, I come back from the party. That's two till four. So I do the party, come back from the party. And then Lou has got people arriving from, from 5 p.m. for a Christmas drinks. Fucking Nora. I'm like, this weekend's mental, right? And so What's they're coming Christmas for Christmas drinks. And so some are staying after the reef making and then their partners are coming right. for Christmas right, yeah. drinks. So it's a few friends of Lou's that came. So they're coming and about 25 people came. And then, oh my god, they come from, from between people. five and seven. Anyway, we end up getting drunk, had a quality night, but before we know it, it's 1 a.m. What on a Sunday? Yeah, and then we've got a school run the next day. Um, oh my word, but I tell you what, the best part of it was basically sometimes when it's dark, the easiest way and raining, the easiest way to get out of our house to get someone into their cab is to go through the garage, right? So you just you wait in the garage and you can just jump in the cab. It's the easiest way to stay dry yeah. at the front of our house. Um, and uh, I've had a really, I've had a really smelly garage, Josh, and it absolutely stinks. I don't know what to do. It basically needs a bit more ventilation, but the builders are coming back to do it, yeah. but they haven't yet. Absolutely stinks. And then when we drive the car in, it brings in the mud and the wet, and it's that horrible, dank sort of smell. Anyway, bought an Airglade plug-in. It's transformed it. It's actually, I would say, the best smelling room in the house. Sometimes <laughs> I just go in there for a quick sniff back in the kitchen. <laughs> and uh, one of our friends, as they left, she went, oh, your garage smells lovely. And I was like, that's the best compliment I've had because it stunk for weeks. She said my smelly garage smelled like. Um, now, so this brings us to Monday, Josh. No, um, still going. Oh, yeah, still, still going. So what I've got left is, well, I've got to talk about Roman Day. Keep going. Keep going. Roman Day and another birthday party and um, A&E. Well, do you know what, Rob? Yeah. Do you know what? Why don't we, we'll be honest here. Yeah. We've had a guest pull out this week. <laughs> Why don't we double up on just episodes of us two? Right, let's do that then. Because I've still got stuff. We'll do we'll do a bit more and then we'll stop and we'll do to be continued. Next week we'll talk about Roman Day, A and E and the other birthday, because it's a very busy month for the Becketts with the birthdays. Um and we'll talk about a bit more about what your week is. Let's do a couple of bits of correspondence and the small business. Yeah. Okay, Josh, I've got some correspondence here. Hit me up with some correspondence. Now, Josh, this is a good one. Kimberly Nixon. We were talking about what parents call their kids bits. You know, she yeah. was talking about Wilson and things like that. Now, this is um, from Paige, who's 324 months. She said, it reminded me of what my friend's mother used to call it. She would refer to her daughter's bits as tuppence. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Which left my friend with some confusion as a child when she would watch Mary Poppins and the bird lady would sing, feed the birds tuppence a bag. (laughs) Safe to say we had a giggle over this. Keep it sexy and relatable, Paige. Yes, I've heard tuppence. Um, I've got a boomer story. Haircuts, and then we can do some small business. That's a big place to have a boomer. This is from Matt, 280 months from Aylesbury in Bucks. Hello, Rob and Josh. A boomer story for you here. When I was young, growing up, I hated having my haircut done. I would cry and scream if I had to go to the barbers. One day, my dad bought a pair of clippers, took me to the garden, and tied me to a chair, and then cut my hair. Fuck off. Fuck off. 
I hated like this. Like Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I hated this even more and tried to get out of the chair. Of course he did. <laughs> and in doing so, oh, this is awful, Josh. I fell over onto the patio floor and cut my head open. Fucking hell. Screaming in pain, my dad looked over to me and said, serves you right. What? Awful. That is not boom. I'd, I'd, I'd classify that as abuse. Yeah, I would as well, yeah. Um, I but recommended... Incredible anecdote. I was recommended the podcast by a friend and I'm now hooked. Got a babe in the way, due 8th of December. Good luck, Matt. Oh, that is horrible. Poor old Matt. 280 months. What's that in old money? So it's like 20... 22, 23. But the, that's mad because his boomer dad would have been doing that around 2000. When you were when you were shagging Dua Lipa in Manchester, <laughs> <laughs> right? Here's a small business for you. Here we go. Now, oh, see, I wanted to talk to you about this, Josh. Here we go. So, hi, Rob and Josh. I've been enjoying your podcast since moving back to the UK from Australia in 2020. Yep. I was wondering if you could give me a small business shout out. I've been a chiropractor for the last 12 years. Now, I'm a big chiropractor fan, Josh. You have the oh. osteopath on your neck. Have you tried Caro? I think I have in my time, yeah. You should, you should give it a go. It definitely helps me out. Yeah. Anyway, past my, 12 my years. My neck's good at the moment. It's back to its best. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, but I've recently opened my own clinic in Inverclyde, Scotland. We help those with stiff necks, misaligned pelvises, in brackets, from sore toes, yeah, a.k.a. MAGA. That's what was wrong with me, wasn't it? My little yeah. toes messed up me hips and pelvises, as well as usual back pain and some headaches. I also help pregnant women alleviate the aches and pains they may experience from their ever-changing bodies. I love treating babies and children also. You can find out more at inverclydechiropractic.com or follow us on Instagram at inverclyde underscore chiropractic. Thanks for all the laughs and comfort in knowing others find parenting hard at times. Thanks, Fiona. Please bring your live show to Glasgow next year, boys. Okay. Hope you're well. I was wondering if you could give a small business shout-out to my mobile nail clinic based in Kirklees, West Yorkshire. It's my wife's startup business as she's recently fully qualified and turned a hobby into a business. We both know what that's like, Rob. I'd mostly <laughs> appreciate a shout-out so that I can watch the footy at the weekend in peace. Bloody bloke. <laughs> Um, the sort of services that are offered are gel extensions, acrylics, build in a bottle, press on nails and more priced personally for you. Get in touch for a quote. She can be contacted at molecular, M-O-L-E-C-U-L-A-R dot nails on Instagram. Thank you and keep up the good work. We're avid listeners of the show. Abdullah. Big up, there Abdullah. Absolute lad. I am becoming a stereotypical dad. It's hard. It's hard not to. When you like football, it's just all you. Also, I didn't realise the five thirty p.m. kickoff on a Saturday is so perfectly timed for a busy dad or mum who likes football. Just like it's great because it's all the parties are normally done by then. Get them home, give them a bit of dinner, and they play for an hour or so. Stick them in the bath at half time. Absolutely wallop up. See you later. <laughs> right, Josh. I'll see you next week. We'll finish out with the moth stories. <laughs> see you later. Bye. 